0: Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey, everybody. It's Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. Are you looking for something a little extra to get you through your day? Well, let me suggest Kill Cliff. Killcliff is a clean energy drink with a natural source of caffeine derived from green tea leaves. Whether it be the Killcliff for recovery, Ignite for that energy boost, or the CBD-infused Killcliff, they've got you covered. Go to cigarstoreidiot.com, click on the Killcliff link, and use promo code Cigar Idiots for some awesome savings. Killcliff, clean energy, killer taste. Welcome to another episode of Cigar Story Idiots. I am the guy who forgot to turn his mic on. I'm Rob, and I have across from me you, sir, are... Brinson Jones. What's going on, Brinson? How are you, man? Good, man. Just uh, better weather today no, to get together. Good Lord, dude. You got out of here just in time last, last
1: time you were here. That was insane. Yeah, we had some bad weather hit there, and then I had that big tornado down where I live. Yeah, man. It devastated noon in Georgia. EF4. Um, yeah. He 170 knows. mile an hour
0: winds. So that ain't nothing to play around with.
1: It's what we talked about total devastation, yeah, that's what a lot of people are are, are doing down there. And um, then, you know, yesterday I, or day before, I saw two inch hail in the panhandle.
0: Yes, man, oh no, I saw some. This guy was holding one in his hand, you couldn't even see his hand, it was just a giant hailstone, it was gigantic. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it, it's um we're just in for a crazy uh, storm season, yeah, we're, like.
0: in, we're into that uh, weird weather pattern that uh causes lots of problems
1: but there's lots of shingles to there's fix lots that. of shingles <laughs> to put them back on so yeah yeah, yeah so,
0: so so yeah i hate it. everybody that that had some uh that had had a loss there man i hate it so i had a loss this weekend or this past week my grandmother passed away so she oh. uh she was my she was uh man she was a tough lady she uh she got it done so you raising know. nine kids and had a gazillion great grandkids and grandkids and she just was uh she lived a long, full life, and I know that she's better off, and she was ready to go home and uh, let my granddaddy harass her up in heaven. So he's probably making her make him a sandwich somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. I hopefully mean, he made her one.
1: <laughs> you know, as long as you believe in that, you know, you're you're going home at that point. And, and yeah, you know, I, we lost, I lost my grandmother, I think, back in the early 2000s. And uh, a couple of years ago, my wife lost her her grandmother and yeah. it was tough you know uh, the, these old southern grandmamas they they're the they're the the glue for the family yeah for sure and, and
0: uh, so much knowledge is in uh just a wealth of knowledge in that person you know with stories and things and and uh, i'll tell you a, a kind of funny thing my grandparents used to restore antiques they would buy antiques and restore them and and she was a wicker weaver like she could reweave wicker baskets reweave the bottom of wicker chairs i'm wow. talking very intricate detailed wicker um, and I spent a few summers, uh, uh, learning to reweave chairs with her. So, uh, I doubt very seriously I could do that now, but I did it as a kid. I even made a couple of baskets. So, so, uh, she, yeah, we're going to miss her. We love her to pieces. So. Yeah.
1: I mean, they hold, they hold the, they're the glue, you know, yeah. people, people don't realize that, but you know, they are, I mean, so it's tough, you know, my wife misses her grandmother every year. It, it, she comes up weekly in conversation. Oh, yeah. For sure. The stories, the memories, the I learned to do this from mm-hmm. her type thing. So that's tough, man. I hate to hear that for you. Yeah, it's, well, it's, I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's always as long as you've got a lot of great memories Though oh, they, they live on forever oh, in the man. stories and they put you pass them down to generation yes. to generation. And that's always. Always remember where you come from. That's that was, what I, I that tell my kids. Of, that was
0: one of the fun things. We all got to sit around and tell stories. Because uh, my family's gigantic on my dad's side. So we all, everybody had a good story. So not to uh, tie this gentleman in with my grandmother, but he passed away as well. I'm pretty sure she don't know one song that he uh, maybe barked on a record or <laughs> anything. But uh, we lost uh, Earl Simmons, uh, also known as DMX. Uh, DMX passed away. So uh, I had a little tribute to him in the beginning there, with a little Rough Riders anthem made sure to turn that down before it got, uh, inappropriate for the, for the small kids out there. But, uh, but yeah, dude, this guy, you think about rap in the nineties. I mean, he was the thing. Like if you, you can go back and watch the Woodstock, um, concert where he was a Woodstock and, uh, they're, they're doing the Rough Riders anthem. And there's like tens of thousands of people out there and he's got the whole crowd just working in a frenzy. So it's, uh, it was really wild to see, uh, just to, to see, uh, how he interacted with the crowd. He had it, you know, he had a, it had some tough run-ins, had had some bad luck and things like that. So apparently, had 15 kids with 15 different women. So he was pretty active uh, on the stage and off the stage. Yeah, so.
1: I mean, you, you know, that's my wife was telling me some something about his family saying he didn't overdose. There's I, some rumors floating around conspiracy theories never you know, know um and you never know and yeah. you and you won't know and i guess that's why they make those things off limits yeah and you have people
0: um, i remember when easy died of, you know and he passed away he died of aids and uh they they there's people that swears that the government injected him with aids i don't know well i mean how yeah. and why they would have did that but uh well, some people still believe tupac's on an island i think easy was doing all the injecting and that's what got him there to- got him caught AIDS. So. yeah yeah i mean <laughs> so,
1: there's always that uh, conspiracy uh you know theories but uh yeah dmx I, I mean that was that was my heyday in high school yeah. and right out of high school and yep yeah i mean uh you know those uh those were not suitable for the radio no um not suitable for podcasting this uh, dude
0: he made movies i mean he was he was in he was in, a little bit into everything there back in the in the you know late 90s early 90s you know he was a busy man so absolutely rest in peace buddy all right. Well, here's something that I actually did. Uh, the last time you we were in, we were talking about the uh, the national championship, college basketball, and I picked the winner. So if anybody bet against Baylor uh, listening to my podcast, uh, listen to Brentson and I talk about who was going to win, and you lost money, I apologize. <laughs> so well, we didn't a pick a
1: lot of them, right? But we both got Baylor. Yeah.
0: I, I just think they were two seasoned. They had a lot of seniors on the team. And uh, man, they looked, they were dominant. They were pretty dominant.
1: It just – Gonzaga looked, never looked comfortable. No, that
0: no. It, I mean, and he may be in all that pressure we talked about too.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think some of that too. But I think, um, you know, uh, Baylor just got in their face and made it uncomfortable from the get-go. Um, you know, that's one thing I always try to teach my travel ball basketball teams is if you make the other team uncomfortable, you know, just don't let them throw the ball around and make right. it easy on them. Get in, and get in them, make it hard, yeah. work them. You, good things will happen. And Baylor just – I mean, the better game was Gonzaga
0: UCLA game yeah, in the semifinals. Man, what a game, game that was, was! Unreal. Who would have thought UCLA would have made it that far? Well, we team, didn't. So, yeah, it's, not I me. Mean, it, I didn't think he was going to make it there. So, yeah. but uh, but yeah, man, that was exciting. Uh, for uh, you know Baylor Bears to get the championship. So good for them. Um, I did something uh, a couple of days ago that I've been waiting to do for a very long time, and actually got to go to a Braves game, a Major League Baseball game. Uh, finally, after the COVID virus, uh, and let me tell you, it was like a giant family reunion. It was so, man, the people were just. Everybody was so excited to be there. The atmosphere was great. Uh, even the Phillies fans were nice, which is it was rare in itself. But uh, man, it was it was good to get back to the park, and it was good to watch a win too. So it was that, yeah. was, that was huge.
1: I mean, uh, we're planning to go to a Braves game. I hope. I hope that it, we don't get that summer swoon where the fans kind of go away. And, and it, you know, it, Braves fans are always picked on for empty stadiums. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot to do in the south, warm weather, you know, things of that nature. But I hope with this that people will go back in droves because it's a great time. The battery's an amazing oh, place. Oh, man, it is great. I mean, the Braves really do it do it right there. And um, it, it, was, it was awesome to see those pictures on social media of you. Just doing normal stuff. Yeah, I mean, for, aren't we yeah, just normal. ready to do normal? Yeah,
0: everybody is. You know, and uh, and uh, and I was kidding with Brittany. I've been trying to get her to go to a Braves game with me for like two years, and so I finally got to take her. And she she'd never been down to the new park, and she hadn't seen bat, the batter yet. And uh, I mean, she had a real. I mean, we had a we had a great time. So I'll tell you a funny story. The home run that Bryce Harper hit. I mean, he hit a little laser beam when we were there, and we were on the uh, first base side, um, and uh, the fan threw the ball back. And I watched the, the usher go out and get the ball is a, is a young guy. He's probably about Tyler's age, probably about 19. And I was like, I'm going to go buy that baseball. She's like, you're not going to get it. I said, no, no, seriously. I'm just going to go buy that baseball from that kid. So I walked over there and I was like, Hey buddy, I was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks for that baseball right now. And I knew it was the one Bryce Harper hit. I watched him pick it up and put it in his pocket. And he's like, he just looks at me really like, he's like, man. And he's like, I can't sell it. And I was like, yeah, you can. You don't like Bryce Harper? You're a Braves fan. <laughs> Sell that ball, and he's like, "I know, I really can't." He said, "Because, because of COVID, we can't give the balls away." And I was like, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" And He's like, "No, I'm serious. I can't give it. I can't give it to you." And I was like, "How about this? What if I lay that hundred dollar bill on the ground by this hand sanitizer, and you lay that baseball beside that hundred dollar bill, and then we'll just both go our separate ways." And and I know, like, I mean, probably nineteen years old, 18, 19, 20 year old hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. And uh the guy, I guess, that was over him was sitting beside him. He turned and looked at me, and he was older, and he's like, sir, he's going to lose his job if he, if he sells that baseball to you. And I said, I don't want that to happen. I was like, I really don't want that to happen, so I understand. But, man, I was this close to owning Bryce Harper's uh 233rd home run ball.
1: Now, so, are you a Bryce Harper fan?
0: I do like him. I like him. He's a hustler. Uh, he's cocky, but he can back it up. Uh, and I think that if he wore a Braves jersey, everybody in Atlanta would be in love with him. So he's no more cocky than Acuna to me. So no, he's and not. And I said it right, Acuna.
1: Hey, listen, not that, that dummy
0: heckling Harper. Did you see that video? He was like, "You'll never be as good as Acuna," and Harper's like, "It's Acuna. It's a <laughs> So
1: well, you know, it, it's a it's a good saying. It ain't bragging if it's true. That's right. Hey, if it, you can back it, it up, yeah. son, yeah, and I'm gonna tell yeah. you, he can.
0: Yeah. And I actually met him. Uh, you know, we have the Rome Braves here, and uh, it's a single-A uh, affiliate for the Atlanta Braves. And uh, Bryce came up with Hagerstown Suns. That, that was the minor league team for uh, Washington at that time. And he came up, and he was playing A-ball, and he wasn't here very long. But I worked at a health club, and uh, we had a deal with uh, the uh, minor league teams would come in and use our facility. And uh, he came in. Nobody knew who he was. I mean, I'm talking he's like 18 years old. You know right out of high school or whatever he wasn't even in high school he was jumping through uh, right. school real quick so he could go play baseball and he was over on a recumbent bike he's riding the bike and he's looking on his phone and so I walked over to him and I had Tyler's uh, batting glove which we still have it and uh, I was like hey Bryce, if you're not busy when you get done I was like could you would you sign this batting glove for my son and he looks at me real cross and he's like I'm trying to work out and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, he's, I'm in my thirties, he's like 10 years old. And it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. Cause I'm like, I'm the only person in here that knows who you are, you know? So, but I was like, uh, well, that's fine. When you get done playing on this bike over here and you got time, I would really appreciate it if you'd sign my son's batting glove. And so he kind of looks at me. So I go back across the gym and I go back behind and he sees that I work there. And so then he comes over to me and he's, he's a lot nicer and he's like uh i oh, mean he's like i he's like you just gotta understand everywhere i go people are like but i'm thinking nah, not really nobody knows who you are but me right now but i was like i understand i really appreciate it. and he did sign it and he took a picture with me and it's so it's so funny because he looks like a big tall lanky kid in this picture beside me so and of course my beard wasn't so gray then either, yeah so i mean, I mean it's that's cool. a cool story yeah, yeah yeah it was really cool and he he signed it and uh he uh The crazy thing about it was he knew he could hit hit bombs, like, you know, nobody's business, even at an early age. But he worked on, like, bunting to get on base. That's what he did the whole time he was down here. I mean, he'd have some, like, crazy wild hacks at a ball, trying to just, like, hit it over the river. Uh, But he mostly was just working on himself, working on – like, it was like a game, but he was working on, like, situational stuff for himself, and I think it rubbed some of the guys wrong. That was was down there playing with him because he yeah. wasn't yeah so but anyways, I mean he's a good dude. Well, and if, I mean if he was a brave, I would be okay with it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, definitely would be okay with it. I mean, you know, when he didn't sign with the Braves, I think Braves fans thought, mm, yeah, we missed. Yeah, little did we know we'd have this youth infusion. Oh, no and kidding. And um, I think we're the better team. Absolutely, are than they are. I mean, should have won speaking, last night. Well, <laughs> oh my God, we what can't was even, that mess? Uh, if you're gonna review something and it's blatant yeah I, I mean we can't i'm sure it's all over the radio um uh, today and all over social media um i don't i don't know that play that i, I played. don't have any words for that no, i mean I the, the review the, the view so from third base obvious. was was yeah. i mean he never even got close and when you know my wife said it best she said the umpire was standing right
0: over right home on play. top I, of it how yeah. did he miss that you know and i like that dave portnoy was uh like barstool dave portnoy was like uh on Twitter last night, he was saying everybody that bet on that baseball game, Major League Baseball, order <laughs> made to refund their money for the Braves oh. losing that game. So, but uh, that, I, I said that was probably the that call was just as bad as my first marriage. And if anybody knew me then, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was bad. <laughs> well, and it, it just I barely made it out alive.
1: It leads to that argument. I don't. I didn't know you then. I mean, you're a stand-up guy, so I, I didn't know you then at all. But I'll, I'll say this. You know, if if you're gonna take five, six, seven, ten minutes to review something,
0: do the right thing.
1: Um, make that change. I mean, it's blatantly obvious. Otherwise, let's just play. I mean, when we were growing up, there was none of that, and you just had to be mad at the umpire. Yeah, and all you saw it was on replay, and you mm-hmm. were, you know, you went to school or the next day or co- or work, and you were like, "Man, we got hosed." But there was no replay. I think that makes it worse now. I think I, it I, makes it way worse. I, but I don't. I'm still not. You know, I I don't know that we should throw stuff on the field. We're becoming that team that 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 team fans. And when we get mad, we chuck stuff on the field. I don't think I don't. I wish we wouldn't
0: do that. Right. Um, but you got, Hey, and I said, uh, that baseball fields, my church and those are my people. You better treat it like a church when you're going in there. <laughs> so. No kidding. I mean, they
1: were booing loud enough that we knew and it wasn't obviously a sellout. No. I mean, so they were making it known that they weren't happy with it. Let and
0: me, and well, I'll tell you this, and this is the, this is the God's honest truth. I don't care what you hear on the news. Um, there was what? 33% capacity. Uh, it sounded like it was a full house the whole time we were there. And the chop is live and well in uh, Truist Park. I don't care. And I noticed they try to do it on ESPN last night when they had the chat. They had the chop going. They try to filter in over, like over it, noise like crowd noise over it on the TV. They don't do it at the stadium. The stadium is like you're there and everybody's chopping and everybody's having a good time. But on ESPN last night, I noticed and I even told Brittany, I was like, you can tell they're trying to filter noise in on on this thing so it can drown out the chop. But let me tell you. The chop is live and well at Truist Park, so well, don't let the news lie to you. It's live and well. So,
1: well, are the Braves playing the war chant, or are they they did they did they play did it. Play okay, it. well, yes. good. I mean, yes. well, you know, I mean, you know, it's a staple of of, yeah. of the Braves, and um, yeah, I did notice that they were trying to they drown, were trying to drown that out, but I mean, you you I, I kind of push all that to the side, and I could hear it, yeah, and I was happy that you know, and I think just celebrating baseball in person going back you know hopefully in the fall Athens will be
0: oh God yeah. crammed like everything I'll start back over back to normal um I will say this I'll give a shout out to Terrapin um I was excited that they had the moohoo's on draft uh the next day I probably wasn't as excited because I felt like uh, I'd been drug home behind my vehicle on uh, the way home so you know it's they old over that so they do
1: it right at that whole experience i mean if you know this the braves are a, a regional team yes tennessee people from tennessee love them people from alabama love them the carolinas South Car- yeah the carolinas and, as- absolutely. and if, if if you're itching for some baseball come get a hotel and do the battery and i mean you got a nice steakhouse you got two or three bars that you are got great. anything you want yeah. down
0: there anything you want you know I legally mean, yeah you want <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure and so make it a Make it a fun experience. I mean, you know, the Braves are doing it right now.
0: And they're putting a good product on the field. And I'm excited that the Roxy's going to start having concerts again. Didn't uh, they already have some? They could have. I actually, um, it was before the COVID hit and everything, but I actually had tickets to go see Ice Cube at the Roxy. And I was really excited about that. And he canceled like uh, maybe two or three weeks before the show. So I don't know if his tickets didn't sell well or not, but I was yeah. really upset about that.
1: Well, I, I think I you know, I took my wife up there for Valentine's and um I believe Jamie Johnson was That's in right. concert. That's right, a country concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you think you're right. So. And um maybe with Chase Rice or something like that, but it was just good to see it on yeah. the on the board As It's as beautiful that, down there, man. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so well done. It a, is it is an time. awesome
0: experience for sure. Go to the ball game. Wherever you live, man, go 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 watch a ball game. It's good for you. It's good for your soul. All right. So we talked about this. We got together and we were going to do this uh episode today. Um, you and I both love basketball when basketball was basketball <laughs> in the NBA. Yeah, I don't know what for sure. Uh, what what do they? Uh, Shaquille said there's too many cupcakes in the league now, so it's like cupcakes. <laughs> not not back in back. You get punched in the face back in uh, back in the day. So we we're going to start talking about some basketball like in, in upcoming episodes. Back when basketball was 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 good, in my opinion. Uh, but today we're going to talk about the Dream Team, Man. the 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 greatest assembled basketball team. Ever that ever will be assembled was this basketball team.
1: Yeah, I don't know that you can argue that.
0: No, I don't think if you if you argue it, you don't watch basketball. <laughs> no, so. you, you
1: you can't argue that that statement. I think you know. I think it's important that we kind of talk about how it even came to pass. Yes, you know, and and it was the Olympics prior in '88 that the U.S. took third, the worst ever, and uh, they lost to Russia, mm-hmm. the USSR. Yeah, the- and
0: professional russian basketball team
1: yeah and the nba was the only professional league not allowed to participate in the olympics um and that quickly changed after that um and you know i you know when we decided to do this i had to jog my memory but you know the nba wasn't a huge fan of this idea
0: okay wow i didn't know that
1: yeah they they were nervous that you know here you are taking our 10 11 best players in the world what if someone gets hurt yeah or or something,
0: something crazy happens something crazy happens yeah.
1: and and then you know that's their i mean the nba is different than any other uh league is the players are everything yeah i mean we just spent 10 minutes talking about the Braves and if you're a Braves fan you're a Braves fan the people in the uniforms change you stick in the nba it's such a visual sport. LeBron James is LeBron James. Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Right. I mean, I know guys that LeBron's been on three teams. They buy the jerseys where he goes. They they latch on to a player. And I think the NBA did that with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson because the NBA was in trouble Yeah. when they came into the league and they made it more about the player and less about the team. Yeah. Now, you do have Boston Celtics fans, sure. Knicks Lakers. fans, Lakers fans. Yeah. But as time has gone on, Yeah, I wasn't a Bulls fan, but I I like Michael Jordan. Yeah, you'd hear hear guys say that, or or or, you know, I love Magic Johnson, but I'm here in Atlanta. Yeah, you know, I just you know, I love that guy, or or Larry Bird, or or whoever it was. Um, and so the NBA made it all about their players. Well, now you're taking their 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 whole league.
0: Sure, and it was the whole entire every lives the league. Yeah, yeah,
1: and so they weren't real down for it. Yeah, but then they realized that there was a lot of money to be made. Man, because
0: I'll tell you, it's funny you say that too. Because you were like, you know, you're a Hawks fan, but you Atlanta still has this stigma about it. When you go to the Hawks games, Um, it, it's still that way. And and we, and then when Andrew's on here, we talk a lot about how we can't understand how we can't land a marquee guy in Atlanta. I mean, it's Atlanta. This is Atlanta. I mean, where else would you rather play? Well, we can't land a marquee guy for whatever reason. If we if we get somebody decent, they stay a little while and then we trade them away. But We never had like that big heavy name except for Dominique. Dominique was the biggest, biggest thing that ever happened to Atlanta. But if you go to a Hawks game now, sometimes you're the visitor still. I mean, you're in your home, you're in your home arena, but you're still the visitor because everybody will travel in to see those people that they've connected with. Like, you know, you got your LeBron James and, uh, you know, back in my day, you know, or your day, back in our day, Everybody went to see the Bulls, man. Or if 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 the Lakers came to town, they went to see the the Lake Show. I mean, they everybody nobody was there to see the Hawks, you know. So, but uh, but I'm a Homer dude, and I was always there rooting for my for my Hawks. But I I didn't mind watching Michael Jordan.
1: That's back make at the Omni.
0: Look, yeah, back at the Omni when you had to go to Turtles and stand in line. Yeah. Uh, to get tickets before they sold out when they first sold them at the beginning of the season, you know. And then if not, you had to pay a lot of money. Or you had to know somebody with season tickets. Yeah, I mean, some, never used them.
1: Some of my fondest memories were in that building. My dad yeah. would take me to ten or twelve Hawks games a year. We'd yeah. always make sure we saw the Celtics, the Bulls.
0: We had uh, Utah. We had seats. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. We the, a lady let us go down on the court, and we were getting autographs. And I had like a I had a bunch of cards because I had the team that played. And so um, I was just a stupid kid, and I had uh, Mitch Richmond. Uh, he actually, uh, Mitch Richmond had played for. Um, I think it was after he had left Golden State. He was playing. I forgot what team he was playing for, but he had been traded. So Wayman Tisdale. Do you know who Wayman Tisdale? Oh yeah, I know, I know Wayman Tisdale. So I'm standing on the sidelines. I'm like, I'm like Wayman Tisdale. I'm I was like, I was like Mitch, 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 because I just saw his number on his jersey. I was just seeing the number. And so Wayman Tisdale walks over to me, and he looks at me, and he goes, "What did you call me?" <laughs> and I was like, "Uh." And I'm just this little bitty kid, and I'm like, "Uh." I was like Mitch, and he's like man, my name ain't Mitch. It's Wayman Tisdale. And he was like, he's like, you got a Wayman Tisdale card in there. And I started shuffling (laughs) through and I did, I did. He said, give me that card. And he signed it and he looked at me and he kind of smiled and he was like, Mitch, 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 like making fun of me. And he walked off and laughed. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, I I have some fond memories of being at the Hawks games too. And, uh, and uh, not to get off track, but, uh, but uh, that's what it was the market the nba market you know those guys they were synonymous with the, with the organization and you like you said the big money was about to come rolling in and it was off the backs of of all these guys that we're about to name off the dream team so
1: well i mean if for people that weren't you know we probably have people listening that weren't alive yeah. when this team played and, and or if they were young enough i mean you you got to remember the slam dunk competition in the 80s and Guys didn't sit that
0: out. No, Dominique and Jordan back and forth. Yeah, they I mean, Spud Webb was in there.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, if you – Larry Bird played, did the three-point three point point Yeah, I mean, there was none of this, I'm resting this weekend. Yeah, that, I was, mean, they,
0: that's, that was their thing, man. That was their showcase.
1: And they all had that ego, super ego. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll talk about this dream team, and I mean, I don't even know how you manage the egos on this team. No, I don't I either. Mean, but, um, yeah, so, you know, the NBA, the, the, these players were really invested. And so when they went to – form this thing they didn't get turned down no. i mean when we go over the players that were on this team and some that weren't some that are still mad they weren't on that yeah, team. yeah
0: yeah oh, it's, it's gonna be a bitter pill to the day they die yeah they the and team.
1: so i mean nowadays you see these guys opt out or they do it once and 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 they don't i mean one key thing about this dream team is a lot of these guys were near the end like bird
0: magic magic yeah, yeah magic was on his way they out david to Rod-
1: Torch. david robinson was yeah. up there you know, Drexler.
0: I, mean, I mean, Clyde Drexler was on up in there too. So,
1: yeah, oh, you know, and so these guys. This was a chance, and uh, man, they put on a show.
0: It made a, it made them a, a universal sensation. I mean, it was a universal sensation. It was, and I uh, think that's why. I think that's why the NBA market exploded overseas. Kind of after this, after this kind of happened, it went down. So I think that it was a big part of growing their their brand. Uh, overseas
1: oh i mean i think uh, european basketball was on the rise anyway mm-hmm. but it too. it but it they put the pedal down after that right. i mean look how many foreign-born players are now in the nba Drafted in the nba yeah you know um one should be a hawk yeah he's in yeah Dallas, but
0: uh that's a good leave really that one alone that was a um, great idea
1: but yeah i think so i think having the dream team on that stage mm-hmm. and introducing them I, I think it made the nba go global fast yeah you know and i think um you know the nba is one of the most watched sports in the world yeah i mean it just is you can't replicate it's huge in china yeah I mean, yeah
0: I, I mean globally it's just huge yeah
1: yeah i mean it's just massive i mean so you can attribute a lot of that to this this dream team mm-hmm. being on the, on a stage i mean they were like um they were like the beatles yeah or the backstreet boys because we still yeah. have oh, women know. our age that Oh they travel the backstreet yeah. boys everywhere. But you know, they'd get off the bus and it would just be crowds and crowds and crowds upon people. They just... were
0: they were the most famous people. Like they were. I mean, um, and that's it. Let's go ahead. I'm gonna give a rundown. I'm gonna give a rundown okay. of who who we have on this, this list of who's who's. You got Michael Jordan, six time NBA champion, five time MVP. You got Magic Johnson. Well, wait
1: a minute, back up there. That's the goat. Oh, I, I, I mean, anybody wants to argue LeBron James yeah, over wait, Michael Jordan? I who? have no time.
0: What was his name? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I mean, uh, Michael Jordan just—I mean, yeah, enough you, said there. Yeah, that's yeah. it.
0: You, you, you have no nothing to bring to the table. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm I'm stupid, and I'm gonna go back and do this. Of course, the the podcast is called Idiots, and uh, I was an idiot. I didn't get Magic Johnson's numbers, but got Irvin Magic Johnson. Uh, you got Larry Bird, three rings, three MVPs. Well,
1: you know we can walk through them slowly but i yeah. got some interesting facts you know magic yeah, no, magic, no, 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 magic no. johnson won a high school championship yep the next year won a college and they, then won the nba finals
0: okay so i didn't know that
1: yeah i mean and then you got larry bird he played larry bird in the finals yeah and then the next year they played in the nba finals
0: mm-hmm. that's wild I mean, yeah, I mean yeah and that's and in like uh like uh, Larry and Magic's uh, rivalry was was a good one. It was a good one. The Lakers and the Celtics, man, that was a that was a great rivalry back in the day.
1: It was. I'm I'm gonna look this up, but I know Magic Johnson still owns the record for most consecutive games with double digit assists, and I'm gonna say it's something in the 30s. That's unreal. I mean, it's half a season in yeah. the NBA. Yeah, that's um, unheard of. Yeah, I mean,
0: so you got uh, we got Larry Bird with three rings, three MVPs. Uh, the mailman, Carl Malone, you got 14 all-star appearances, two league MVPs. You got Charles Barkley, uh, 11-time all-star, never won a ring.
1: Mm. He's Pat- the Dan Marino of yeah. the NBA. <laughs> well, right? here,
0: Here's another one. Patrick Ewan, 11 all-stars, zero rings. Mm. 11 all-stars now. Chris Mullen was a five-time all-star, but he was one of the top shooters in the league at that time. I used to love Chris Mullen, man. He'd burn your eyes out. Him and Dan Marley. I used to like Dan Marley too. Um, you got Clyde Drexler, um, 10 all-star appearances, and he did win one ring. He finally won a ring before he was out. Uh, John Stockton, you got 10 all-star appearances, and he is the all-time assist leader in the NBA.
1: Well, you know, he could probably walk around at the Olympics and they wouldn't know who he they was if he didn't he get was. off the bus with because he just looked like a comedy guy. he
0: looked like a guy that was carrying a bag, one of the bags. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, David Robinson, a two-time NBA champion and 1995 MVP. And then you got got uh, the best two of the one-two combination ever in the NBA. And there will never be a better one-two combination than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen, six rings, um, the best one-two combo to ever play in the NBA. And I don't think there will ever be a better one-two combo.
1: No, I mean you could do a twenty minutes on Scottie Pippen's story, oh, man. coming from nothing, yeah, too. And, and 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 growing go, and
0: going back to nothing, yeah. <laughs> he had a, he had, a, but he got it turned around. So I,
1: I go back to Magic Johnson. It was forty six games,
0: forty six games with in a double row. digit assists in a row. That's insane.
1: And then the next, uh, in the next top five, John Stockton owns all of them. Except yeah. for Rondo, I mean, you go to the top ten. It's Magic Johnson, Rajon Rondo, thirty-seven. Stockton second with thirty-seven. Stockton twenty-nine. Stockton twenty-seven. Stockton twenty-seven. Think about
0: Rajon Rondo though. He's he's kind of underrated. I think he's a little underrated. But uh, the only thing about Rajon Rondo is he's. He, I think he's kind of hard to play with. I think that's been his. I think that was his his beef over the his career. He's, he was always tough to play with. Yeah, he could reason. get he
1: could go sideways with yeah. the coaching staff or yep, something. I think yep, you know yep. you never heard a peep out of John Stockton. Nothing, he just nothing, played
0: ball. Nothing. Uh, and then last but not least, we got back to back national champ winner uh, with Duke uh, with Christian Leitner. He was the only young guy, only college guy on the team. Well, there
1: so. was a deal they had to take one college player, college and they chose player. him over Christian Leitner. Yep. Or, I mean, over uh, Shaq.
0: Yeah, which that was a little bitter. Could you yeah, imagine Shaq on that team? Uh, could you imagine that?
1: Well, you know, if you if one would speculate that if Shaq was on that team, he would have probably took minutes from Ewing, yep, and David Robinson because yep. they were getting up there, and in he's eight. just young, yeah. yeah.
0: just a bull in the china shop.
1: And you know, Leitner was probably happy just to sit that bench.
0: Sure, I, I was just happy to sit there and get listen to listen to him go back and forth at practice.
1: And, and Coach K was a uh, an assistant coach on that yep.
0: on that team. Yeah, the coaching staff you had Chuck Daly, uh, Coach K, and then Lenny Wilkins. Lenny Wilkins uh, was Hawks Hawks coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, Chuck Daly was a polarizing figure. He was because he he kind of created that bad boy Pistons team, Um, and uh, uh, you know, which leads us to probably the number one topic of that whole thing was uh, Isaiah Thomas was left off that team.
0: Yeah, and 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 Chuck Daly will say uh, Chuck Daly went on record and to say that uh, it was one man's decision, and it wasn't Chuck Daly's. So. If you if you followed the Bulls and Pistons rivalry back in the day, uh, the 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 Bulls uh, the Pistons were on top. They were the they were the, the 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 as the Macho Man says, the cream of the crop, brother. Yeah. Uh, and so they they would punish Michael Jordan, man, and and they those dudes would fight. They would get down there, and when Jordan would go to the hole, they would hack him, and always something. So finally, Jordan just I think Jordan thought that Isaiah was a dirty player. I think he thought all those guys were dirty.
1: Well, you know, I, he had I w- no
0: love loss for none of them. Yeah.
1: And if you watch the last dance about the Bulls, you hear Jordan say that he talked to Rod Thorne at the time, and all that was said was, the guy you think, the guy you're thinking about is not on the team. Mm-hmm. No one, nothing was ever said. So, you know, um, and then I guess, you know, Magic Johnson came out a little while later and said, well, you know, Isaiah kind of made it that way because of the way he played. Yeah. I mean, you know, for people that didn't, um, uh, watch a lot of old school basketball that are young there were no clear path fouls no there were no you're getting, flagrant
0: you're getting your head took off you went
1: to the rim you were dropped yep you were going to go to the line you're you your get your legs cut under yeah you. yeah i mean it, you know you, you go back to this dream team bird was at the end and it was his back and part of the reason it was his back was how physical the nba was yeah i mean it was just a rough and tumble and it only got worse as the playoffs came and Oh, and it got
0: super physical in the playoffs,
1: yeah, and so Isaiah Thomas was kind of the ringleader of the of the Pistons, yeah, he wouldn't do it, but he had guys that would do it for him, you
0: yeah, know, he controlled all the goons, he did it, it was, was like, like a mafia it was like yeah, mafia, yeah, yeah you yeah. know,
1: hey, go handle that for me and uh, you know isaiah thomas on on his own deserved to be on that team, yeah, I don't hell of a basketball player maybe instead of Chris Mullins, I don't know, agreed, um, you know, Clyde Drexler was the last player taken selected um maybe before him i mean um you know isaiah you can tell he's bitter i don't think he's ever going to get over that oh, moment no. i mean because that's history i mean that what happened in in that in Seoul, they're forever etched
0: yeah well you gotta th- you gotta look at this too and I, and I feel that same way about like dominique dominique they did the top 50 players in the nba uh one year And they left him off the list. I'm like, how do you leave him off the list? I mean, he was one of the most prolific scorers in the NBA. I mean, he was was the human highlight. Well, let me tell you,
1: I mean, we're both Hawks fans. The Hawks were always the third or fourth best team in the East, and people will balk at that. But you had the Pistons, the Bulls, and the Celtics.
0: They got put out by the Celtics. I mean, they had to beat the Celtics every year, and they just couldn't do it.
1: No, they couldn't. And Dominique – got known as a flashy player yeah. and and scorer and people found holes in his game and you know but the guy scored in the 20 upper 20s every every yeah. year there's a reason he had over yeah.
0: twenty five thousand points you know yeah
1: so. i mean i i don't know how he's off the 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 top 50 yeah and you could make an argument that he could have been on this team yeah i, I mean you, you could make that would argument. put him in
0: there over clyde drexler
1: yeah. I mean, maybe we're just Atlanta bias, yeah, but are. that's okay. I mean, I'm with you there. I mean, I grew up a Dominique fan. That's mm-hmm. why we went to the games, you know, that he was, I mean, had one of the greatest nicknames, the human highlight reel. Yeah. I mean, he was, he, he just, yeah. And so picking that team had to be hard. Yeah. You're going to hurt some people's feelings. And, uh, you know, I mean, minutes were at a premium. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know, like I, I, I was trying to jog my memory and um you know the starting five on that team was magic jordan pippen charles barkley and david robinson yeah
0: i mean come on come on
1: and i didn't know this
0: i you know just jogging my memory but charles barkley led them in scoring he did he did 16.3 points a game and then he had 6.7 rebounds i think so yeah he was the leading guy and you wouldn't have thought that chuck would have been doing all that you would thought jordan or pippen would have had would have been running the show but but it was Barkley, man. It was but, Barkley.
1: But, you know, I think um, – I don't know how much footage it, – it would have been amazing if this would have happened in modern times. Oh, could you – yeah. Yeah, because we would have had reality TV. There would have
0: been so much more there to, to, to for us to see. It would have been so much more for us to watch. There probably would have been some things going on that they didn't want people to see too. So,
1: Well, it, from what you get told, the, the best basketball was at practice. Yep. When you know, they would get after each trash other. Trash
0: talking, and they'd go at each other. Um, I'll go back to something too. We talked about how, you know, Chuck Daly started the whole bad boy thing. And I think that probably Chuck Daly was the best coach, uh, for this team for the simple fact that, um, what he did is he took, and and I know you can, you're going to have probably a ton more to chime in than I will on this. Um, they took the 1992 select team, which was the college players, the best college players in college basketball. And they brought them in. And they brought them in for the dream team to to practice against, and so they had a game. And I think they were kind of you know these these NBA guys. You got the 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 best of the best. They're gonna play a bunch of college kids, you know right? That's how they're looking at it. They're not taking it serious. Well, the first scrimmage game they had, the select team beat the dream team sixty two to fifty four. Beat them, mm. and I mean it was embarrassing. Like they they closed out. I mean the I'm talking people's feelings were hurt. And they were mad. And Chuck Daly kind of did this. Like, I think he kind of did this, and he kind of did it to somewhat humble him and embarrass them a little bit and say, if you think you're going to go against the world like you went against these guys, you're going to get the same result. I'm sure there's probably a lot of expletives put in there.
1: But, uh, well, that team was pretty interesting. Stacked, Penny stack. Hardaway, you had Grant Hill, you had Allen Houston, Chris Weber, yep. Who's it? who lives in Georgia now. Yep. Um, Bobby Hurley, Jamal
0: Mashburn. Yeah, the Monster Mash. Eric Montrose. I mean, these, this was a who's who of, of, of college basketball's best. Uh, so there was a second game played.
1: Well, back up, I think, you know, Coach K came out not long ago or when he became the Olympic coach saying that Daly threw that game.
0: Oh, okay. Well, see, that's, that yeah. that was one of the things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he
1: said he was proving a point. And I think, you know, we go. this goes back to when put
0: we – He put mad, bad matchups in, right? Yeah. He was sending uh, yeah. in bad matchups against the – yeah. So he did that to try to, like, try to get their attention and say, hey, this could happen. You could get beat. Well,
1: you know, you know it's like we talked about. You were a baseball coach and I coach basketball. And he used it as an attention getter. Mm-hmm right those man, are great those works. are great moments for coaches right yeah. like when you can go see i told you so right you know and um even at that level there, there's there's a mental side to that right i yeah. mean in theory he probably could have rolled the ball out of there and and they would have won some games mm-hmm. now would they have demolished teams like they did no I don't probably know. not i don't know
0: i don't, I don't
1: know. know you know they could if they wanted to yeah. but he made them want to right and That's, they
0: man and they did and they was, did
1: so there was a second <laughs> scrimmage go ahead
0: The second scrimmage, uh, there was not a a score to be be, uh, recorded, but uh, the Dream Team absolutely demolished this uh, Select Team. Uh, But that doesn't go without saying, uh, the Select Team was so good that uh, I think it was, uh, they asked, I forgot who it was that they asked, and they said if the Select Team would have been in the Olympics with them, the Select Team would have won the silver medal. Hands down, nobody would have beat them. Like, yeah. except for the dream team so that's how good they were
1: yeah so. i mean that's you know i mean all i remember is watching their first game against cuba uh yeah and it was like 136 to 50 something
0: oh it's bad so we'll go to the 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 championship of the americas and i'll just run through some of these scores actually the, the on the way to to the olympics first game was angola uh us dream team 116 angola 48 Mm. Uh, Charles Barkley uh, said, uh, his, he he was quoted to say, I don't know anything about Angola, but I know Angola's in trouble. <laughs> That's, that was Charles Barkley's word. So, Croatia, they uh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, wow, well, you're fine. Uh, I okay. did Okay, my bad. So, uh, I got it. The, the tournament of America. So, sorry, Cuba first game was uh, 136 to 57. Canada was 105 61. Panama, 112 52. Uh, Argentina was one twenty eight eighty seven, Puerto Rico one nineteen to eighty one, and Venezuela was one twenty seven to eighty. So that was the Tournament of Americas. Uh, absolutely beat the brakes off of everybody. Uh, that pushes them to the Olympics. So nineteen ninety two Olympics. Well, you know, uh,
1: one of the greatest things about that was the cuban coach saying you can't cover the sun with your finger <laughs> No God. i mean he just I so mean, many good quotes i mean it, you know charles barkley's quote just lets us know what told the, the future stand. of what he was going to be right you know a, a, a pretty good guy on tv and good, oh yeah he's a good quote machine yeah and he still is and he still is he's still, he's still one of my favorite yeah he just says it like it is yeah and uh, you know you got like that but yeah i mean they they set the stage early you know and there was such a build-up I mean, we were – right, that first Tournament of Americas, we were just couldn't – you couldn't find a shirt. No, you couldn't. You couldn't find a jersey.
0: You couldn't find a hat.
1: I actually had a Chris Mullen jersey, and I can't – I don't know what I did with the thing. I've
0: got – and I have this. It's a champion jersey. I still have it. It's the USA – it's a blue uh, basketball jersey, uh, and it's got the USA uh, basketball logo on it. And I bought that in 1992, so I still have it. I never dried it in the dryer. I'd always wash it and just hang it up. So I still have that. So it's flawed. I'll post a picture of it on our social media with me and my fat self in it. Uh, we go We go to the Olympics. Um, first game was Angola. And I, we talked about uh, 116 to 48. Croatia, 103 to 70, uh, which was the closest game. Or that was actually the the last game was the closest. But Germany, 111 to 68. Brazil, 127 83. Spain 122 81 I mean the, Puerto Rico 115 77 Lithu- Lithuania easy for me to say uh 127 76 and then Croatia uh for the gold medal 117 85 and that was actually the closest game and it was like 30 plus points 33 points a difference in that, that right? um don't 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 let me do math it's oh, uh, man don't. so we're looking at 38 38 points okay so I mean, total domination on the court, like total domination. I remember there was another uh, thing that Larry Bird. There was somebody from Australia who wanted to get Larry Bird to sign a ball, and uh, or not a ball or a book. He had a book or something with Australian basketball players, and uh, he wrote in the he wrote in the guy's book, uh, "You just got your eyes burned out from French Lick, Indiana," and he wrote Larry Bird in his number. So, yeah, so they just, it was, it was, that whole thing, that whole scene was just, it was wild. It was just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, a couple of key facts there, you know, they didn't stay in the Olympic village because of security concerns. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, Daly was a little scared for the seven footers to have a comfortable bed to sleep sleep in. in. So they were at a, a, they basically took up an entire hotel, Yeah, um, for, for, for their, uh for the team i mean just the the scene i, I think you watch olympics and nowadays it, they just go from event to event to event well this olympics they showed them getting off the bus showed them walking around i mean the the best thing i can equate it to to people maybe a little younger than us was when tiger was at the masters yeah and you would he would walk that hill and you would see the people just droves of people following that's yeah. what it looked like for the dream team yeah you and
0: know. I, I think that's probably the first, I mean, I believe that's probably the first time in history that's ever happened uh, with sport, with a sports team. I would think, you know, to, to be followed like that, to be followed around uh, and treated like gods. I mean, they treated them like gods, like they were superhuman.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I, I just, it, and they deserved it. They're, they they were the greatest oh, athletes yeah. in the world. And I mean, you had, those people had to get on an airplane and come to the U S to, go catch a game for these guys so this was an opportunity for the entire world to get a little glimpse of them yeah i mean and it was a
0: showcase for the world
1: i mean just think about that and, and nowadays if they told you they were going to give you a ticket and you were going to go watch a game that was 136 to 57 no matter what it was you'd be like uh, oh, you know what, what? i don't think i'm gonna get in the car and go on down
0: how the, long's the bathroom line yeah, yeah
1: i mean <laughs> i can sit at home and flip channels when yeah. this thing gets you know out of hand but i mean it was just uh it, it it was a foregone conclusion, but you just you just had to see it because it was just basketball at its finest. Yeah. I mean, um I think Magic Johnson was quoted quoted as saying, "I looked to my right and there's Michael Jordan and I looked to my left and it was Charles Barkley and Larry Bird. Who do I throw the ball to?"
0: Yeah. it, it I mean, it's it, you know, another thing too, when you got those those big huge personalities and those big like superstars uh and we go back to Barkley leading the scoring with 16 points. Um How many times, you know, I I wonder how many times they shot their set. How bad could the score have been if somebody, one of them, would have just took over? Let's just say Jordan was going to score 60 or Magic was going to score 60. They could have at any time. But I think they spent a lot of time passing the ball around and not trying to be selfish. And uh, and then Chuck ends up with all the, you know, with leading stats, which is kind of cool.
1: Well, you know, um, Sports Illustrated was big back then. I don't yep. even know if people know who that I is, know, it, right. what that is anymore, but they dubbed them the dream team. Yeah. And then they, I remember reading about the story where it was the greatest game that was never saw. It was the scrimmage, mm-hmm. inter squad scrimmage before, right before the Olympics. And yeah. Jordan's team won by four. Yeah. And they said it was the greatest display of basketball. Um, because, you know, you watch an NBA All Star game and they don't really, they don't go. Yeah. But this was. This was like pick up basketball with the best of the best. Yeah. You know.
0: That one of the best stories too out of that when they did um Jordan and Magic started chirping at each other. They're going back and forth. And uh and uh Magic and Bird had had a conversation about it's time, you know, it might be time to pass the torch on to Mike that it's it's his time. And then it was after like one of the one of the scrimmages they had, and he just like, man, he turned it on. And they just, everybody just kind of stopped. It was when they were in awe of what he was doing. Like they couldn't believe he's doing these things against the best basketball players assembled on the team against him. Uh, and he's just handling it like it's, you know, he's just taking control and scoring and playing defense like a madman. And, and then Magic looks to uh, Bird and Bird looks back at him and he's like, I think it's time to go ahead and pass that torch. <laughs> because, I mean, it, it was. he's He is the best basketball player to ever play basketball. Oh, there will never be another Michael Jordan.
1: No, he, but he's like that 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 friend we all had. That if you're playing cornhole, cards, like they 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 have to win. Yeah, and you want to beat them. You know, you we're all sitting around having a good time Mm -hmm. at the barbecue. Yeah, and if they don't win, it ruined the night. Yeah, that's Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah, everything he does, everything he did, just had to be the best. And you golf with him. Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, you know whatever it is. If if there's a way to figure out who the winner is and he's, he's, he's got he's got to be the winner you right know? and i think that drove him to be the greatest yeah you know of all i mean great talent but he had that mental part of him that said you know what i'm just not and that's why i say he's the best and i'm not you know people can argue lebron james but lebron lost some finals i mean you just if the bulls when he put the bulls on the map it was you knew you were done when you when you went to the next round and it was the bulls
0: think about if he, if he if his dad ever had died think about if he never went to play baseball think about it mm. i mean there i mean it's just a lot of un i mean it, there's there's a that's a whole different podcast dude, that's a whole different right podcast there. we'll do that one because yeah. that's a good one yeah i love man we'll do the michael jordan story for sure yeah It'll i mean but
1: awesome. one of the best one of the biggest things that since we're on jordan is one thing that motivated jordan and pippen was they played croatia for the gold and kukoc yeah who Tony wound up kukoc. being a part of their yeah dynasty they
0: got they traded for him yeah they yeah got they him signed
1: in. him on a contract and i think pippen took it more personal than jordan but they but they went after him yeah um and this guy's gonna be on
0: their team you'd yeah. think they'd be shaking hands they, they were no, not. no they mm. weren't They wanted to embarrass him no they they did
1: <laughs> they did and and you know i think uh i read where they said we just wanted him to see the standard yeah And i mean that's what that's all you need to know that's all yeah i mean this is our standard and this is who we are and and um so i mean i just the the drive of those guys as a group you know i mean you know like you said charles barkley never won a ring it it it, and i'm sure to this day he'll say that that's haunting sure um you know that they were just motivated at a different level i mean
0: there's 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 that certain thing and like and you see it when you coach and then like I've seen it when I coach and I've watched other kids when we played against them like in baseball there's just that one thing you can't coach it's either you you got it or you don't it's either it's either between your ears or it's not you can't you can't build that into somebody that's that's just something that's inside of them and that's that, that drive to be the best um and you can you can see that and 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 those those kids cause the other kids around them to want to be the best they can be they want to play up to that level play up to that standard but but it, it, there's only one that has it like all of them can't have it if you had a team full of michael jordans in any sport you, nobody could ever beat you and you couldn't coach them yeah because they'd already know
1: everything but i mean i just uh, yeah you're right i mean you you it, it is something you can't i mean guys that get up and Get in the gym at 5 a.m. and shoot. I mean, the late great Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I mean, he followed in that that mold. Right. I mean, you talk about a guy who, after a game, would shoot four thousand shots.
0: Probably, probably the closest thing to Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, Kobe Bryant, without a doubt. I mean, he
1: he, I mean, that you're right. That's just something that you can't coach. You're just born with it. Mm -hmm. You just have a drive, like Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dude's still winning Super Bowls in his forties. Yeah. I mean you just he'll win another one next year. I'll go ahead and say it right now. Are you? Yeah, wow. I'll say it right I, now.
1: Do get, not bet on Tampa Bay. Everybody, Rob just declared that. <laughs>
0: everybody <laughs> came back. And they're trying to add in uh OBJ, I think. They're gonna try to add OBJ in. I love Tom Brady for just his mentality. I what? mean, he just he makes everybody around him better, just like Jordan did.
1: Yeah, I mean and, and, and what do all these guys have in common? People want to play with them. Yeah. People want to and there's enough respect there because you see Tom Brady, you see Michael Jordan, you saw Kobe Bryant. They will chew on their teammate.
0: Yeah. I punch him in the face at practice. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah just absolutely. Ask Steve Kerr.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And and you know what it is? You live up to their standard. Don't waste my time. Yeah. And that's um you know, I think great that separates good from great, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody washes out, right? I heard a guy say it on a, on a game, baseball game the other night. At some point, your talent is no more because you're you're surpassed. Right. And for some of us, that's Early little league. Some of that's yeah. that's middle school, high school, college, and it, the pool gets smaller and smaller. That's,
0: that's one thing that I used to always say. I would say we all got something in common with Derek Jeter. We, we all quit playing baseball eventually some of us earlier than others that's right so that's the truth so
1: you know and um so i think you know that those guys just they brought the best out of people
0: yep and um
1: and that's why you know i mean the modern game is uh release me and i'm gonna go sign with spending the nets money. yeah well they want to play like They're you got aldridge and durant hydras. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and back then it was through the draft or or whatever but you know, I mean, Michael Jordan won with Bill Cartwright at center. Bill right? Cartwright, Bill,
0: yeah. old ass Bill Cartwright. John
1: Paxson, yeah. Um, Will Purdue, B.J. Armstrong.
0: Was it? Is it Will Purdue? Was it? Yeah, Will yeah, Perdue Will was Perdue. on that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. And yeah. I'm not saying these guys weren't no. ba- weren't good it basketball was, players. Was it Luke Conley? Con? What was this guy's name? It was in, an Australian guy. Oh right, yes, right? I'm
1: drawing a blank. Yeah, but you know, yeah. I mean, so you look at these guys. I mean, even um, y- you know, you, you would trade. You know Charles Barkley would move teams, and he'd instantly make that team better.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, just, just think if Horace Grant never left. Just think if those guys would have uh, stayed with Chicago. I mean, man, there nobody would have beat them. They, they were so. I mean, man, we're getting off on the tangent, but
1: yeah. So the dream team. I mean, that um, greatest collection of athletes
0: yeah. of all time. I, mean, I think. I think you could take the Chicago Bulls the year they they won. Was it how many games was it? Was it seventy? something games 72 games you take that team and play them against the dream team take michael jordan off the dream team and put that that bulls team against that dream team the bulls will beat them oh you know why because michael jordan's there michael jordan's on the other team i'm telling you i'm telling you that team will beat them well you know i believe it it,
1: i don't know that's 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 a pretty pretty, good star star so (laughs) who replaces michael jordan is it dominique
0: no Shaq. no you'd have to have a a, isaiah since now jordan's gone isaiah i mean hey you can do that for sure yeah oh man what that's some some dynamics right there it is i mean that game played
1: you know what's crazy is everybody talks about that dream team but it was four years later that the olympics were in our beloved atlanta Atlanta. yeah and it was dream team too yep i went to a game
0: uh we had a dude almost sell us tickets we thought was a dream team we bought we almost got scammed and we didn't get them, but it was like two, um, two European teams playing. I, I, I was like, dude, you almost got us. You almost
1: got us. I mean, that, that team.
0: I would have looked. That dude was long gone after he sold them tickets. <laughs> he was selling them for a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that team was, was another great team. Yeah. I mean, it was. And our, our Lenny Wilkins was the head coach that time. Yep. But I mean, even then, that, that, that game kind of, that team kind of lost its luster. Mm-hmm. Mitch Richmond was on that team. Yeah. He was. I mean, um, you had Gary Payton, the glove, Shaq. He,
0: man, Gary Payton was was uh, he was a hell of a basketball player too. Yeah, I Gary Payton. I mean, Akeem him Olajuwon. And Sean, him and Sean Kemp together—that was nasty.
1: I mean, think about these names. So you had Akeem Olajuwon. Yep. Who didn't make it the first time? Who could have? Could, who could have? Um, Reggie Miller. Yep. I mean, Mitch Richmond. Let's see who else. Gary Payton. I mean, just.
0: It's just a who's who.
1: Yeah, they, yeah,
0: it, and, and it was. Um, I, I don't. Who was that ratchet team that we had in two thousand four that got beat? We got to end up with a bronze medal. Was Allen Iverson on that team? Oh, he might have so, been. That's so a good look like, up. Yeah, hey, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have that to dig up. that up for sure. I, I know Joe Johnson was on it because no show Joe didn't ever play when it was when it was time to <laughs> no playoff something. Joe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Kidding. We, we
1: we can be bitter, can't we? We can. Um, but yeah, so we um. You know, I think that set the stage for basketball to be king again, yep, in, in a that,
0: global that, sensation,
1: and for the U.S. to take back yep. the mantle of guess what? We are the
0: best at this. Yeah, I mean, and, and and but you saw you saw how quick European basketball caught up too. You know, that like uh, I want to say the NBA got away from fundamental basketball. It was kind of like the mixtape and one basketball. Yeah. And in Europe, uh they went to real heavy fundamental, like outside shooting, things like that. So that's why they caught up with us. I think that's how they caught up with us.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean it, you know, they um it, it they started it at a young age. I mean we we see it here in Georgia. Baseball's huge. Yes. You know, with travel ball teams yep. off the tee. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah off the tee uh, which y- is a money grab people don't do it yeah it's a big money grab it
1: is a big money grab uh but you you see that and don't the, buy your
0: kids a 300 hundred dollar bat if they can't hit with a 70 dollar bat yeah. it ain't the bat it ain't the bat it's your kid <laughs> spend that money on some lessons i mean send them to charlie culberson there you go <laughs> he'll I, help them out um but yeah so that's that's how they
1: did it they wanted to produce players into that european basketball is huge you it know is. i mean we kind of have have discussed the dream team, but you know I you know as we, I don't know if, I can't remember if we got shoved out of here because of bad weather, but I ref high school basketball, and uh, you know I, I'm fortunate enough a couple of times to get to go ref what's called Eurobasket. Oh cool, so what that is is these are, these are the guys that have either ran out of eligibility in college, okay. or graduated, and they didn't get drafted, they didn't get signed to come into camp, and they didn't get a European contract. And they and they do these in cities, right? And um, they they come in and they film it, and okay. then they show it to China, like a Israel, yeah, for them. okay. And and they're they're trying to get on a team. Mm-hmm. And there's like four levels of teams in some of these Europe's European cities, and they sell them all out, yeah, because they love the sport. And so, you know, you go watch these guys play, and these guys are above the rim; they're five feet behind the three point line there. Mm-hmm. They're, and you think to yourself okay these guys aren't good enough to play in the league in yeah the association you're like, right. and you're like man how good are those guys? Yeah, yeah how good I'm, are those guys yeah, yeah because i mean as a referee you ref some good high school basketball around here and you think you know man this is good but then you go you know and they pay you to not call anything oh it's wow. for the obvious because they're trying it, yeah. to because these are these are um
0: they're just putting their skills on yeah, and, yeah and so
1: that these these teams can see them and they're like make them make them finish strong at the rim make them don't give them anything weak so you're there really just to call the obvious and and make make those decisions i got you wish the umps would have done that last night but oh my god anyway um all that to be said is it it, it just puts in perspective how amazing these athletes are at the highest level because Mm -hmm. these guys are trying to catch on in europe and they don't even get a contract
0: offer in europe yeah That's, that's what was amazing to me is um lonzo Well, not lonzo um I try not to even talk about them because they get on my nerves. The balls. Oh,
1: mellow and
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, they go over there. I mean, he's a high school kid playing with grown men, but it sounded a lot like what you're talking about. Nobody could touch him. They're donating money for him to play, you know. And and, but you you know what? He's playing with the he's playing with the Hornets right now. So yeah, he's 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 he's, probably the best one of them. them. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: for sure. I mean. You know that I mean I could take or leave the dad probably. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I
0: won't ever say his name on the show.
1: Yeah, we don't. Uh, let's not do that. But yeah, I mean, uh, and, and you know you used to see, you see all that crazy stuff. I mean, we can do a whole thing on, uh, college basketball recruiting. Yeah. And, oh man. And, let's and do a, it. AAU basketball. Yeah, let's
0: do it. And um, that's a foreign world to me. And I don't stuff. Know. I mean, I mean baseball. Yeah, but like basketball, uh, travel basketball, all that stuff. I mean they
1: they have what they call live events where coaches come I mean high school basketball has taken a back seat to travel basketball because sure. that's where the coaches go because yeah. they can see all the talent under one roof.
0: That's the way that's the way it is at Lake Point with baseball yeah. tournaments too. Same thing like there in your, basketball. All your college guys are coming down there. They're not they're not driving from Hickville, USA to uh to BF Egypt to watch a kid who might or might can uh, throw 90 miles an hour. That kid's throwing 90 miles an hour. His ass is at Lake Point, and they're already, he's already on the radar. Oh. And he and he just one scout. Everybody knows about him. Everybody knows they, about they, him. They and they got a showcase for him. And parents are driving two hours to
1: go to practice to get him. We
0: played against a team in Canada when Tyler played. Like, we had a Canadian team playing in Georgia at Lake, Lake Point. Point. Yeah. 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 Lake Point's
1: known it's for baseball. Mecca. It's the Mecca. But it's also huge basketball. And I mean, volley, that's where they and do it. And volleyball's
0: yeah. stepping up now, too. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, so. Um, it's a beautiful place. It is. It is. It's, it's Bobby Cox right
0: uh he had something to do with it in the beginning I think I don't know if they do now so
1: yeah I mean so I mean they
0: helped they helped develop it and bring it in and I don't know what there was some money issues not because of Bobby Cox but because of the city the area Emerson it was I don't know they got a little jaded because I think taxpayers dollars helped build this complex and one of the high schools kept getting washed out. And so they asked if they could play their high school schedule there, their home schedule there, and because their field was really dilapidated, it was poor, didn't drain well, and uh, Lake Point said, "Sure, you can play here, five hundred bucks a game." And they were like, "Well, you know what? If you, uh, we'll we'll turn the dogs loose on you." So the city went after the complex. So I, a whole, thats probably a podcast in itself. But there's a whole lot of underlying stuff that happened so over that. that. So yeah, yeah, that was a few years ago. So I think that I think the city actually took over ownership of lake Point oh did they? somehow yeah oh, okay but lake points still make it oh my god i mean are you kidding me it's like it's in the middle of nowhere 30 bucks to get in you're getting, you're paying concessions like you're at the braves game you can't bring yeah. food in uh five dollars a park every time you come um what else uh dude it was ridiculous but but i but we had, i mean i loved it i loved being around it and i loved letting watching my kid play ball yeah i mean it was good to watch him get some hits off some d1 commits yeah <laughs> it was, yeah it's pretty nice i mean so. hey it's
1: it's it it is i mean he um, didn't get a
0: lot but he he did he got a few so
1: yeah we could definitely talk that you know i know you want to talk running rebels and yeah man you, we got to do the UNL you UNL. know next year in um for georgia listeners that are basketball fans next year in uh georgia high school they're introducing a shot clock
0: oh see i didn't know that
1: yeah so it'll only be i believe region play i got gotcha. you um and holiday tournaments this year it's supposed to be holiday tournaments but all those got wiped out because they didn't want crowds or they spaced them out and so they kind of pushed it back but um yeah they're going to introduce a 30 second shot clock okay and then when my son's a senior it'll be every game oh okay you know so they've got to raise money to put that equipment in Mm -hmm. um shot clock and so you know i have mixed feelings about that you know because you got varying levels of of talent on your roster and to expedite a 30-second shot clock. But, you know, this year, if you were a, a high school basketball fan, they went to the women's uh, college rule where the one-and-one one ended every quarter. Oh, okay. So instead of seven fouls as a one-and-one and, one and tens a double bonus, it was six, one-and-one, one, eight double restarts every quarter. Oh, okay. And, it, you know, I liked it, actually. It made the game – it, flow better yeah because you could have a a rough three minutes in the beginning of a first half and you're shooting one and one every foul
0: yeah so you're getting a chance to still stay in the game you know and the then that's point. when
1: you're in the zebra uniform like me and the parents are yeah, uh, and screaming, we didn't baby.
0: come here to see free throws <laughs> <laughs> well their concession stands that way
1: yeah so i i liked it i mean you know this year was crazy because there was no jump ball you, yeah that's still crazy to me uh, yeah i mean it was no jump ball and um if you went to overtime, you flipped a coin. And so. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, one captain in the pregame. And um, it, it was, um, if the ball got touched by a fan, you had to clean the ball. <laughs> I mean, it was. It, it I was guess a, that's why I didn't get a Bryce Harper's
0: you know, home run ball because I didn't have anything to wipe it down with.
1: <laughs> but to go back to your point about the Braves game, I was just glad to be out there refereeing. Yeah. No, I know. You know, I was just glad that the kids got to do it.
0: And they're happy to be back out there. Yeah, I spent all these these years playing sports. Like the year Tyler was a senior, the, uh, the year was it when the COVID virus hit. Yeah, um, they've been playing baseball their whole life since they're little bitty kids, three years old, and then they get to be a senior in high school, which you're you're looking to get in, moving on to the next level at college, go to JUCO school, um, getting drafted if that's a possibility for you, and it was over. There was no nothing it was done you were done playing baseball immediately it's over
1: you know i thought about those kids that were a fringe getting a scholarship i'm sure they could i I felt bad for the kids that this was it this was it they were just going to go to college or go technical school or start their start a job or start a job and this was their last opportunity to put a uniform on yeah of i mean we all played in men's league softball Mm -hmm. basketball whatever but that's more of a camaraderie Right. No fans, no parents, nothing, you know, hanging out with the guys. But the last time you, I think we all that played sports remember that last time we took the uniform off. And those kids missed that, especially the soccer, lacrosse, baseball, track and field. You know, it was over. It was over. And, you know, we could. I don't want to do politics. We're not going to debate whether that was the right decision
0: or not. I terrible mean, terrible idea. Well, that's
1: his name's Rob West. <laughs> <laughs>
0: terrible idea. But uh, They're trying to do it again in, uh, was it Minnesota? Michigan. Michigan, yeah. They're trying to yank all those sports away again this year.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think um, – I just think those guys will look back and miss – they miss that opportunity. I mean, to be a senior in high school is one thing it's awesome you're the king of the hill mm-hmm. you really are the king of the hill yep. in a small little bubble and then if you're playing sports that's your last most of them it's that's it yep and uh i don't think we thought through those ramifications i don't think we did either I, of what that would do to some kids you know there's I
0: mean? si- it's a psychological yes i mean there's so much of that um you got to look at the the psychological ramifications of the things that were the the, the haste decisions that were made uh On things like that you know it's uh
1: yeah i mean i I remember uh my travel ball team was going to play um in mid-march last year and the tournament got canceled and we tried another tournament two weeks later it got canceled and then i realized this is done for the Yeah. yeah for the year and um i just remember how excited the guys were when they could actually just show up at a gym and play i mean you couldn't even you couldn't even go in a gym no you couldn't go in a gym and um you know we've we've played two tournaments this year um and they're they're just you can feel that they're just happy to be there i mean they all played their high school season yeah um you know we're playing a tournament this weekend um i won't be there i i know you know the listeners don't know but my son tore his acl yeah yeah and, and and so he's got surgery this friday um to repair it and so i will be lugging him around the house probably for the first few days he's got physical therapy on monday yeah no sir yeah.
0: they'll jump right back into it so yeah yeah and you know, i um, wish him a speedy recovery too
1: yeah and so um you know he's been in good spirits um but just to have basketball back i will say that as a referee there was less
0: incidences with
1: with players yeah coaches are coaches
0: yeah sh- that'll never change um in mouthy parents well and not even probably not, in, well in the beginning be
1: not so much but it got worse get, yeah. As, yeah it got worse <laughs> yeah. as it went on but you know it is um but yeah so we're just excited to to, to be a part of it you know and um it, it's fun and we're glad that the braves are back people yes. are going back yes they're talking f- full capacity in june right?
0: yeah yeah we're going 50 percent on the next homestand and then june they're going to get back to full capacity so I mean, we're we're hammered down. Maybe now. those ticket prices will be a little cheaper than the ones. Yeah, like I mean, you had premium time. seats. Oof. Yeah. I don't even want to know. It was not
1: cheap, but it was worth it. It was
0: worth it? it. Yeah, it's always worth it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, <laughs> always I, worth it. Yeah, it's, it's been fun talking, to Dream Team. Yeah, man, we'll
1: Let's, do we'll do another one. We can do other sports. I yeah, mean, you know, we're
0: we, we we definitely will. We will for real. I appreciate you coming in. I'll I know always. you're super busy i'm trying to get super busy you are super busy (laughs) i know god i need like two of me at least uh one that could stay home or three of me one that could stay home one that could come down here and the other guy would need to he'd do the roof thing so
1: well you know i mean uh we should have alex dale on here when we get closer to football yeah we'll do it but we could also have him on and talk about what it's like to be a super dad
0: yeah man that would be a cool conversation yeah just the
1: juggling yeah, the modern dad dude I don't think our dads know what modern no, dad, they don't well dads
0: well, do. well my relationship now Brittany and I we're getting married uh, in October, but we have uh, she's got two kids and I got two kids. they have very busy schedules, so I'm just like, holy jeez man, I don't even know how in the world like I because I have friends of mine that have multiple kids at different ages that some cheer, some play soccer, some play baseball, and they all seem to be doing that shit at the same time. and I'm just like where do you how are you even doing it?
1: Yeah, here, I mean, I don't. Here,
0: kid. Here's the Uber. Get out of here. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't. I, and I think that's a fun dynamic. You know, you're you're running a business. I'm working a a career, and 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 my wife works a career, and and Brittany works a career. My wife's Vanessa. I should say her name. She will. Um, and uh, you know, um, but just the when my when I was growing up, my dad just went to work. I mean, he went to a lot of things. There's sure. no doubt, but there was no need for him to be there to pick up to go there to go there to get yeah um and the modern dad is a very active and i think it's a good thing yeah
0: i do too i think it's has it benef- you young
1: well not only that but it, you know when you get into your 20s when your kids get into their 20s they have a pretty deep rooted relationship with
0: dad yeah they do
1: you know because you were there pick up line yeah there at standing on the sidelines at practice hey that
0: was me like uh you know, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler's been with me since he was like, just been he and I, since he was three. So I was there like every, so, and I, and I'll tell he knows and everybody knows he's like, he's my best friend and I share things with him probably because I just look at him as my best friend. I don't really look at him as my kid sometimes, but, uh, but yeah, dude, I get it. I mean, I know that there's, there's a lot of times and a lot of things that we've, we've got to do together that, uh, I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. So being being that way is yeah i get it yeah
1: it's awesome so yeah but we'll we'll, we got a lot we can yeah we're
0: just scratching the surface
1: (laughs) well if people have me back i'll
0: I'll always come back dude we'll have you you back awesome all right man all right take care be safe all right yes sir let's find some shingles let's do it (laughs) i'll see you see you